0: At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. They can dunk from Downward Dog and make hook shots in headstands. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Crock. Get into it. At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. They can dunk from Downward Dog and make hook shots in headstands. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Crock. Get into it.
1: The meaning of life is to give life meaning. And that is the thought for today. Welcome to 7 Good Minutes. I'm Clyde Lee Dennis. Thanks for joining me for what I believe will be 7 of the most enriching minutes of your day. In today's episode of 7 Good Minutes, we give some thought to the question, what is the meaning of life? Enjoy.
2: Life is hard. I bought a new pair of shoes the other day, walked outside into the rain, and ended up stepping into some mud. Now they're ruined, and I'm bitter. But then I took a step back, not literally of course, but I really thought about it, and I came to the conclusion that nothing in life really matters. Here's why. The Earth has been around for four and a half billion years. One day, humans became a thing, and we became conscious. This world seemed perfect for us. It wasn't scorching hot, it wasn't deathly cold. We fit right in the middle. The gravity on Earth was perfect. It allowed us to move and run and catch animals that conveniently existed for us humans to eat. There was water to drink, there was oxygen to breathe. It's as if we were put here for a reason. We began creating things, we began working together as a species, building empires, covering the planet, and fighting each other for whatever reason. Fast forward a couple million years and here we are today. Computers, rockets, Elon Musk, they're all here. Somewhere along the line, we also, in a way, created something out of nothing. It's called time. We've laid out definitions of time, seconds, minutes, hours, years. but. It doesn't really matter. We've made those for our own use. Time is nothing more than a way to measure the passing of events. But we've only really set up these units of time based off of ourselves. A day is how long it takes the Earth to spin around once. A month is about how long it takes the moon to orbit the Earth. And also spin around once. A year is how long it takes the Earth to orbit the Sun once. You get about 78 earth revolutions around the Sun in this journey called life. As poetic as that sounds, there's not much scale to these things once we pass a human lifetime. Sure, we can judge how long a thousand, or maybe even ten thousand years are. But after that, the timescales of things are just too much for our brains to handle. As much as you think you understand the 13.8 billion year lifespan of the universe, you really can't put that into an imaginable scale. On the scale of a human life, the universe is unbelievably old, but in terms of the universe's lifespan, pretty much nothing has happened yet. It's barely even started. We can make predictions about the next hundreds of trillions of years of the universe's life. We can figure out how and when our sun is going to blow up. We can figure out when our galaxy is going to collide with another. We can come up with theories that describe why the universe we've been put into is expanding faster than anything else physically possible. But yet, we have zero idea what happened in the fraction of a second between when there was nothing, and when there was something. For some reason, as far as we can tell, we're the only conscious beings to have ever existed. But we don't even know what being conscious is. We developed consciousness only to be aware of the fact that nothing else is. We've grown so aware of our surroundings that the smarter we get, the smaller we become. As this thing we call time goes on, we begin to realize things. Things that prove that the universe probably wasn't made just for us. You were most likely born in a hospital. If not, props to you for making it this far. Back then, you were your parents' entire world for a small time. Which is cute, but you aren't everything. 360,000 people are born each day. Of all of those people with the same birthday, some are gonna do big things and change the world. Others are just gonna die. That just happens. But Earth is just one planet. In our solar system, there's eight or nine of those. For now, for life as we know it to exist, it's kind of hard to believe that there might be other life out there. It takes so much to happen for us to be able to exist. We've discovered over 4,000 exoplanets to date, planets that don't revolve around our sun, and we've found multiple examples of Earth-like planets, roughly the same shape, size, temperature, but yet there's nothing there from what we can tell. So if there are so many planets that could have life, Why haven't we seen it yet? Why are there no signs? Well, we're just one solar system in an entire galaxy. There's over 200 billion stars in our galaxy alone. But that's just one galaxy. We're a part of the Local Group, which is a collection of 30 galaxies near our own. Andromeda is one of them. That's the one that's going to collide with our galaxy in about 4.5 billion years. By then, you'll be long gone. And soon after that, so will the Earth. The Sun at this point will be reaching the end of its life. It's going to expand in size, and by the end, it will completely consume the Earth, shining over 3,000 times brighter than it does today. But even though our home planet will be gone, the rest of the galaxy wouldn't even notice. Billions of years on a multi-trillion year timescale is truly nothing. But even so, there are some things that we're observing in the universe's infancy today that will drastically influence the far future. To keep it short, The universe is expanding. This is nothing new. A lot of people know this, but what many people don't know is that this expansion is speeding up. Now, we don't know why, but we have an idea of what's causing it. Dark energy. This dark energy is stretching the fabric of space-time. We don't know what it's made from, we know it's there, we observe its results, but we don't know exactly what it is, or what it's going to do. Dark energy, at least according to our current calculations, will eventually stretch the space-time between galaxies faster than the speed of light. The light emitting from our neighboring galaxies will travel towards us at the fastest speed possible. But even this won't be enough. The light will never reach us because the space between it is stretching faster than the light that is traveling through it. It will spread the universe so thin with galaxies that, when we look out to observe what's around us, we won't see anything. We're going to end up all alone, confined to whatever galaxy we end up in. But in the end, even our galaxy will start to go dark. The fate of the sun is the same as it is for all stars in the universe. Eventually, trillions of years down the road, these lights in the sky are going to begin turning off, one by one by one.
1: Please keep in mind, this is about half of the entire presentation. If you're up for a treat, you should definitely listen to the whole thing you can do so by clicking the link labeled view the full video on YouTube in the show notes so that does it for this episode of 7 Good Minutes until next time let's be civil to one another out there thanks for listening
0: At The Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. They can dunk from downward dog and make hook shots in headstands. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it.